It's over. It's over. Phoenix Suns lose to the Golden State Warriors. The streak is over against them. Phoenix had they were three and zero entering this this game against Golden State against the defending champions. But tonight, in the first half, Clay Thompson goes absolutely nuclear. The Phoenix Suns can't recover. They get it to two as close as three, but ultimately lose by. I think 11, 9 or 11. What, what, what was the final, Matthew? 123 11. to 112. Suns lose by 11. 11. So, you know, you. it's hard. It's hard to watch these kind of games. This was a tough watch, right, Matthew? Yeah, it was. I, I think the first half was hard, but I kind of expected it in a way. I think if you watch our last podcast, I talked about this will, of course, be the Warriors game where they kind of get back into things. They're gelling, but they still kind of look old in certain certain situations, especially towards the end of the game. They just have, the fatigue was there until so pull pulled them through. Right now, I'm just like I'm I'm okay with it. It's fine. I think the the way that the Suns came back and kept fighting that helped. Uh, just kind of make it a happier night, not so miserable. I agreed. I think that's one of the most valuable lessons that we saw from this Suns team. Not that we necessarily needed to be reminded of their resiliency but after you get popped in the face the way that they did after the Warriors come out score 43 points in the first quarter and when you take a look at how simply Clay Thompson and uh, Steph Curry went 17 of 25 in the first half and a combined 11 of 15 from three they, they combined for 48 points in the first half. You knew you weren't winning the game. The, the question you had to ask yourself is, is there anything positive that we could take away from this? And can I last this entire game? Or should I just turn it to the Mandalorian and try to catch up on an episode or two? Or like, I, I was really, you know, I, I'm rewatching Succession right now as I prepare for, oh, season, good. for season good. four to come out. I yeah. was like, maybe I can catch a quick uh, succession episode here, you know, but we're Suns fans. So <laughs> Jamsters, I hope you have a little bit of respect for what Matthew and I do. We suffer. We suffer mightily through these games so we can bring you this killer content. That's just two Suns fans uh, crying into their, I'm not even drinking a beer, crying into their water tonight. Yeah. And uh, City Grito, two Suns are frauds, you know, and we are crying yeah. a little bit, but we still got KD. It's one of those games where we're just like, well, if we had KD, we would have won this game. It wasn't at first, but it definitely is now. If we would have had KD, we would have whipped that ass. My question, though, like, fraud. What are we Maybe. fraudulent of? Like, how we are we frauds? Last year, we called ourselves frauds after that sixty-four yeah, win season. And I literally made a shirt that said frauds. Like, but yeah, how how are the Phoenix Suns frauds? <sighs> I, just, I don't. They're not I don't who we thought it. they were. Uh, 37 and 30 team that went on the road against a Warriors team that, you know, had a, had, it had uh, Clay Thompson not gone nuclear. We probably would have played him well. You know, this is a team that we've beaten three out of four times, but I guess we're fraudulent. So it just goes to show you that whenever we beat the Warriors or we lose to the Warriors, some douche nozzle Warriors fan feels that their best way of uh, letting the world know that they're an amazing human being is to go into the, other uh chats of opposing <laughs> yeah. teams you know you what know? i never do that i go watch do samoa a lot the sacramento kings i've been watching them for like the past two years mm -hmm. i love to just comment in there like it's just you know just safe not even sons related just like stupid shit but 
never attack their team or anything. I just enjoy the show, you know, enjoy the show, pop one open, pop yeah, open this, a thing of jizz. This guy. You guys are frauds. What have you done other than the regular season? Never won shit. We know that. We've like, do people think that they hurt our feelings by telling us, that, <laughs> reminding us that we've never won? We know that. We're long-suffering Suns fans. Like, yeah, it's terrible. Wow. It's feel, terrible. Feel better about your butt about yourself, buddy. Glad, glad you glad glad you're hanging out here. We should just make this here. a whole episode. Yeah, we just should just back and forth with the one person. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the one, one Warriors fan who's like, I'm yeah. gonna go show them in all caps lock what I think about their franchise that's never won anything. A team that just lost <laughs> and has never won anything. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go kick them while they're down. Yeah, dude. What'd you do on on Monday night, dude? I went to the chat. Like we beat them, right? Like we beat them. You know, you know, but they're frauds. They're they're so fraudulent, bro. <laughs> but it's go kind blow, of a, to be a go fraud. go blow a poll. Um, you guys Jeez. talk shit about the Warriors. What have we ever talked shit about the Warriors? Well, okay. at least you're a watch. Yeah, at least you're like a listener yeah, watch. We yeah. probably do. Who knows? Yeah. We, talk well, shit about we appreciate we appreciate the view. Thank you for supporting you. the channel by being Seriously, here. We got paid, so thank you for that, Matthew. Let's remind everybody the <laughs> hit the thumbs up button and subscribe, <laughs> rate, and review. You can follow me at Darth Voida. You can follow Matthew. Yeah, Matthew Lucy. And you can follow all the Warriors guys as they walk around, like point at their fingers at how many rings they have. Look at mine. I've got none. Oh, man. Feelings. Seven and 31 on the season still in the fourth seed still holding on ever so slightly uh which brings me to my first question matthew i got to ask matthew i gotta ask in the grand scheme of things knowing that this loss has occurred and that the phoenix suns have now lost their last two consecutive games they also are just a game and a half ahead of the warriors and uh, a game and a half. Or I'm, I'm sorry, two games. What is it? I don't even know anymore. Oh, no, I didn't look at the standings yet. They're so. 37, 31. Golden State's 36 and 33. So okay. that makes it oh, the standings have an update on NBA.com. But my question is, in the grand scheme of things, how do you think this game ultimately affects the standings? And is there a, is there trouble in River City? Um, River City. What's that? <laughs> From a, it's from a, uh, oh, okay. a, music, a musical called The Music Man. Oh, yeah, okay. we got trouble. Okay, right so it's just River a saying it's not the actual with a capital spot. T okay. that rhymes with P that stands for pool. <laughs> stands for pool. Yeah, we got trouble, trouble, trouble. Right here, my, City, right here. My computer's running so slow. So if I'm frozen, I'm sorry. I hope you can hear me still. You, I can hear um, you. You're, you're frozen okay, a little cool. bit, but. <laughs> um, you know what? I, I think the whole standing thing. I told um last pod. I'm like. Six seed, I'm okay with. I'm not looking for a top four. It might actually happen, but six seeds, I'm fine with. I don't want to be in the play in. These mm-hmm. games, of course, mean a whole lot between anybody in the West right now that are in the top eight seeds. Um, you know, beating a team four games in a row is tough. Um, I think it's almost impossible unless the other team is like the Warriors were 10 years ago where they just sucked and you can just steamroll them when you're the Suns and you're Steve Nash and all that. It was easier back then. Now it's just like you're hitting this team right now that's got to hit you know, a certain kind of stride going into the playoffs. So it just makes mm-hmm. it more difficult. What sucks is you have another back-to-back uh, coming up, or you have the back-to-back, so you have to play the Bucks next. 
that's the biggest thing I kept, I kept thinking about with this game. Like, it'd be nice to just get this one because it's going to be hard to win two in a row against really, really good teams. Yes. I know the Warriors are in the West and we're going to battle for that spot. But just any win against any team is going to be so difficult right now heading into the playoffs. And this is this is a game where it started just almost impossible to even oh, get yeah. back in. So, I tough mean, stuff. I, yeah, it is. <laughs> and and when it comes to, you know, the question that I posed, you're right. As, as long as we don't drop into the play in, because the play in is literally anything goes, anything can happen. And you don't want that obviously to occur. And I feel like the Suns have a good enough cushion knowing that now they have 14 games left to where they won't fall prey and, and victim to that. There's definitely some victories that lie ahead. But to your point, you know, one, when, when you go out and the opposition shoots 72.2%, not only from the field, but from beyond the arc in the first quarter, it's really hard to dig yourself out of that hole. And they tried, and the grit that they showed in an effort to try to do so and get this down to three points was, was a solid takeaway from this team. But you're right as well. The, the Warriors are a team that, they're going to start peaking at the right time. And what's interesting for them is they are one of the worst teams in the NBA when it comes to playing on the road. And now they have a five-game road trip. So as the Phoenix Suns have to navigate the interesting scheduling quirks that they have before them, part of those is tomorrow. We have to play the Bucks. We have to fly home to play the Bucks. second game of back-to-back. And the, the Bucks, to be fair, they're on the second game of back-to-back, having defeated the Sacramento Kings, a team that just beat the Suns on Saturday. They have to come and play uh, a back-to-back on the road. The same thing's going to happen in, in a, just over a week where the Phoenix Suns literally play in Sacramento, then fly back home and have to play the 76ers. So not only are we doing these weird back-to-backs, uh, but one's on the road and one's at home, but they're all four teams that we play are quality playoff-bound teams. So there are challenges within the confines of the remaining part of the schedule but you have to find ways to impose your will. You have to find ways to uh, just play Suns basketball. And tonight, I'm not going to sit here and demolish people. We'll, we'll provide feedback. You know, Aiton had opportunities, mm-hmm. but I still think play, played pretty well. Uh, Tory Craig's a zero. Cameron Payne's a negative five. But at the same time, like the whole team collectively, you can't stop what the Warriors did. You can't stop when when. Clay Thompson's making 35 footers. Like what the fuck are you supposed to do? And you saw the Warriors strategically take advantage of that as time progressed because then they started attacking the interior because the Suns were cheating on the exterior. So it's just one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of thing. Uh and you just got to let it ride, you know. It, it's just one game. It's just one game out of 82 and you know, again, we've beat this team three other times. If we were to play the Warriors in the in the playoffs, and I asked you this last podcast, but last yeah. weekend, if we were to play the Warriors in the playoffs, if they make it to the five seed and we're the four seed, knowing we have home court advantage and KD's healthy, mm-hmm. wins. Suns. Suns do. Um, this type of season, Suns do. Um, I think the Warriors will have enough time to really get back into shape, get back into things. I mean, the run their offense the way it is. I mean, tonight was just, you know, making those threes just – impossible threes they're making impossible threes but what are you supposed to do he said you can't really do anything i think offensively you, you can, can kick them in the nuts you can do that you can and just get ejected it'd probably be worth it right or ejaculated land it right though you can't just miss and whip because they'll still kick you out <laughs> but offensively it would have been nice to just have a guy calm everybody down because you're hitting the when they're hitting those threes it's just like like you said there's nothing you can do defensively 
nothing. I mean, they're running around the screens. This is what they do. Um, but on the other side of the ball, the Suns had to calm down, and they just weren't. They were trying to make up 20 points just like that in the mm-hmm. first quarter and the second quarter, doing the same exact thing. Um, they still kind of held their own towards the end of the second quarter. Heading into the half, it wasn't too bad. But you can just see, like, even Booker, like, everyone was just like, fuck, like, they're going to just – you just know anytime they let go of the uh, let go of the ball, it's going to go in. And then if they even miss it, they're going to get the ball back and hit a three. Going to get a lucky three, kind of like what yeah. they did at the end of the game too. Um, I just think though, right now the Suns have to play their game, and it is a mid range game. It's really kind of what got them back into the game because they didn't make any threes in this game at all. If no. it fall for the Suns, this would have been a better game towards the end, but. They just couldn't do that part, right? Everything else was kind of forming into place in the third quarter, but then it just was like those threes wouldn't go in and certain guys just would not step up and do their part, and that was the biggest reason. I mean, you go from a first quarter where you're like, do we even belong in the playoffs? Or Should we league? have Cameron Johnson in them back? You know what I mean? You just think that stuff, and then it's just like, oh, okay, okay. Now they're getting Aiton involved. Now it's like, can Cameron Payne just pull through? No, he can't. So then you're going to lose because you need those guys to step up and that Suns ball, it's like moving the ball around, but also knowing like these guys that can come in off the bench are actually going to help. And they just couldn't. And Booker couldn't get some shots to go down, which he normally makes. Mm-hmm. And that's really the difference, right? And I even, forget what you normally, what you and, first asked. I apologize. Uh, who cares? I just it's went a, on a tangent. It's a, it's a good quality <laughs> conversation slash tangent. That's that's what this podcast is. We actually don't listen to each other. Like now that I'm talking, you're reading something or tweeting something, and then I go, you go back. And it, <laughs> yes. It's just back and forth is what we I always do. hear like the last few sentences. Yeah. You're, oh, uh, I feel I can tell. <laughs> I can tell by the inflection in John's voice. He's about to ask me a question. Time to yeah. tune in and listen. Now I gotta go back. Stop you know, but uh, yeah, we were outscored by 45 points beyond the. They made 19 threes. We made four. Like, <laughs> you're not going to win basketball games if, if no. that kind of shit happens. And I, I want to give a shout out to some of the super chats. Thank you to everybody who's watching and donating to the podcast via the super chat. Uh, Luke gave us a dollar ninety nine. He says, "Didn't we used to have a bench? What a crap Q one. I don't know if that's uh, conjunctioned, but it's two facts. Uh, did we used to have to have a bench? Yeah." I think they showed a graphic during the game is that for the first part of the season, our bench averaged 39 points a game. And in February and March, it's been averaging 30. Now, that being said, I felt like the bench did play a little bit better tonight, especially versus how they played against the Kings. But again, the depth is going to be the question. The depth is going to be the question. We are very average right now. In our last 15 games, the Phoenix Suns are a negative 0.1 on the plus minus. They're 14th in the league. Uh, when it comes to their bench and their plus minus. And I think that that's something that you have to monitor. What's the whole goal of having a productive bench? Well, it's so when your starters take a seat, you have the ability to go out there and continue the onslaught or to slow the opposition from scoring. And the Phoenix Suns are just, they're very average. I wouldn't say they're horrible, although aspects of them are, which we'll talk about, but they're very average, wouldn't you say? Yeah, they are. And there's certain moments where, I mean, Monty will put in certain players where I'm just like, what are you doing there? Just really quick on Biz. We might talk about him later, but Mario Lopez is right. I thought this as soon as he released that jump yes. hook in the in the fourth quarter. I think it was the beginning of the fourth, whenever it was, whenever we're on the run, and I think we're only down by six, but then he mm-hmm. has a little jump hook, which I don't even know how he even has that like three minutes in left in game. the third. Yeah, those, yeah. That that was, yeah. He actually says right there, those busy minutes in the third lost us a game. This just... You know, Jock's been playing pretty good, but you can go there. You can say, oh, you should have put in Jock. But then Biz has some big blocks too. But that might have just been the difference because, like I said before, it's like you need Cameron Payne other guys to step up in certain areas. 
to kind of hold the lead and kind of do their part. And they just couldn't. And some of it, I feel like, was Monty just putting guys in the game when they shouldn't be. And they should, should not be having that jump hook down there in the paint when there's guys wide open for three. Stop fucking shooting that biz. Please. God. Ever since I've been here, we talked about everything you want is on the other side of hard. This is hard. Monty, Monty Williams, coach of the Phoenix Sun. Honestly, say that I, I, you can hang this L on Monty. Yeah, I honestly can say that because of the way that this team wasn't ready for this game. And again, I, I will give credit where credit's due. The the Warriors, you couldn't stop what they did in that first quarter, but you could have done something. You could have gotten physical. You could have tried to, you know, get a couple fouls or something. I don't know what the answer is there. But then to your point later in the game, when this team's finally coming down and Black Sunday, another super chat, $10 in the super chat. You the man, Black Sunday. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you. He Jeez. goes, I, I just want to say, Monty lost us this game at the end of the third, which is just what you were saying, Matthew. He says, we were on a run. DA was going off. Then Monty subbed everyone out instead of finishing the quarter strong and maybe taking the lead. I completely agree with that. Completely agree with that. What did Golden State do? They left their starters in. They allowed themselves the opportunity to put a the quick 11-2 run to close out that quarter, which ultimately cost the Phoenix Suns, in my opinion, the game. Because guess what? Chase Center, crickets, man. You, crickets. You can hear every Warriors fan who's typing frantically right over. now in the chat. In the chat, you could actually hear them on their devices like, oh, shit, here we go again. And, and they were, you know, their yeah. confidence was shaken. And Monty Williams, and to your point, he brought in fucking Bismack Biombo in this game. Biz. Biz. Oh my God, he shouldn't have put him busy because guess what? You're playing against the Golden State Warriors. They're small on the interior, okay? Kevon Looney's their starting Draymond Green, okay? Besides that, they've got no depth on the interior. So why put Bismack Biombo out there? I get it. Maybe you're trying to get a block. Maybe you're trying to get a rebound. But the one thing that he lacks, Matthew, the one thing he truly lacks is athleticism. And when you have a team like the Warriors who are going to put out nothing but athletes out there, he's going to get owned. And he got owned. And that's where this game really turned. It became a fun and exciting game. And again, the grit that the Phoenix Suns displayed tonight, getting themselves back to within three, was admirable. It was admirable. And at the same time, Monty Williams just, he pulled the wrong levers again. He doesn't, he's having a really hard time with these rotations. He doesn't necessarily know what to go, what, what to uh, put in and take out. And that's scary as we prepare for the postseason. Yeah, it is really scary. And I mean, we talk about how these games matter a lot and they truly do for that reason, just to know these rotations for sure. But you also need KD to be there. You really do. Um, that'll mm-hmm. probably help Cameron Payne. But the big situation is kind of annoying. I mean, beginning of the season, I was okay. I was like, oh, you get jocks sometimes. You get biz sometimes. But then sometimes, like tonight, it just really stood out. It was like, why is biz in the game? Because, like, if you're relying on him to actually get closer, like, to actually take out this Warriors team when it's six points, and like I said before, you're going to go for that jump hook, that's – I just don't want to see that. Like, there was other guys feeling it. Guys came out early. Guys came in – Guys came out way too early in this game. I think DA played a lot of minutes this game, but then it's like, does Monty think about the next game? He's like, we got to save them a, a few minutes here or there just to kind of save their stamina for tomorrow. But I just feel like you had the Warriors there. When Draymond was checked out, you're you're down by three, and it's just like, dude, you're, 
you're going to win this game. That's how mm-hmm. it felt. I know there's a lot of energy going into getting back into these games. This happens all the time where you get so tired from all of that, especially if you're just scoring two pointers the whole time to get back in a game. You're just yeah. like, you're like, okay, well, we're kind of spent. Uh, let's just see what we have at the bench. And you roll those guys out there and they're led by Cameron Payne, but they just all look like a bunch of G leaguers out there playing against this team. Then their backups. But then when you're also playing against the Warriors starters, it looks even worse. And then just like that, the game, not the Sex in the City sequel or show, just like that, the the Warriors are back in it and they took control. Mm-hmm. It was just like that little, little second. And I That's swear to God, takes. it was that Bismack hook shot that cost us the game. Um, uh, yeah, it was right. It was all everything went everything went sideways there. Uh, I want to highlight some of the comments to those who are hanging out with us in the chat. Truly appreciate it. If you're listening to the podcast, I highly recommend if you get an opportunity, come join us live after a game on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, yes. or Twitch. And you can uh, you can comment along. Uh, Jam, one of our elite jamsters, says the other side of rotation management is hard. Monty Williams. <laughs> it's a That's lot, a, though. It's it a is. Lot I get yeah. it. But but still, uh, Shinebox says Iguodala was schooling biz. That's all you need to know. That's bad. Yeah. And it's it's true. It's true. Andre Iguodala is cooked in this league. He's cooked. He's like, he might be, uh, God, what's that one jammy award that we give out every year? Oh. Um, uh, the Over the Hill Award or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Something along That's that, what I like, thought about, too. Yeah. Iguodala mm-hmm. might have been mine, you know, because of how how cooked he's been this season, how he he's doesn't too play. Bald. When you're that bald, you <laughs> shouldn't be that in the league. Bald. Like, that bald. That's pretty bald, dude. You know, so <laughs> it's so bald. He's so bald. He should be out of the league. And uh, Luke says, as bad as DeAndre Ayton was in the first, we looked horrible when DA was out for the rest of the game. Yeah. Watch. Let's talk a little bit about DeAndre Ayton in this game. Ultimately, when you pull out the box score, when you pull out the newspaper tomorrow and you you unfold it to the sports section, you will read he played 35 minutes. He was 13 of 19 from the field, 27 and 12 from DA in this game. Had one assist and had a steal and three personal fouls. What's your take on DA in this game, Matthew? Um, You know, there's certain moments in this game, like I said, the busy hook shot that just cost us a game and killed all momentum, which it did. There was also the dunk by DA. Um, yes, it was a putback put dunk. Yeah. Yeah. Right before the half. And he had a couple shots after that, but that dunk was loud. It was nasty. And you might be like, oh, it was just a putback. No, but DA didn't turn it off. He didn't give up on the game. He started out like trash. Like everyone was trash. He was complete shit on defense and offense. It was just, it was nasty. It was bad. And I just, I was like, okay, well, they're going to try to force it to DA. And it just wasn't working. He wasn't doing anything. Like he posted the video where he went over his left shoulder or whatever, right Mm -hmm. into the strong defense like he normally does. Mm -hmm. I'm like, here we go, man. He's just going to do the same stuff, and we're not going to be able to feed off of him. But he kept it up. He kept going. They kept feeding him the ball. He was pretty much unstoppable in the second half. He played the best second half he's played in a while. I think last game was really – he had a really good game last game. But this second half was like the best full half he's played in a while. Uh, he was unstoppable, mostly because he was putting himself in good spots to get the ball, um, going to the rim hard. Um, he was hitting his shots, obviously, that were just the normal DA turnaround um, jump shots. But I just think that um, continuing to battle the boards, playing big, 
you notice by like the fourth quarter, he just looked huge compared to the Warriors. Mm-hmm. And normally he just looks small out there compared to a lot of guys because he doesn't force the issue. But he continued to force the issue and he continued to like make it known that he was going to be the difference maker in this game. And he he definitely was. This is why I do vote DA to win MVP of the finals, right? Because he's the guy that's going to win us a championship. He's going to anchor. I get a lot of I get a lot of crap about being a DA hater. I'm not because I am off my ass watching him when he plays like this. I get pumped. There's oh, no me one. Too. Him and Akogi are the two guys when they're playing just strong <laughs> towards the rim. I get I get it. I was gonna say ejaculated, but that makes no sense. <laughs> I get excited. And he's the only player. Book does it all the time. Book I can I can deal with. But dude, I'm telling you right now, man, he's the one guy that really can get me going. And yes, Code does say, listen, don't let anyone bully or you or guilt you into liking DA. I never disliked the guy, just like disliked his performance a lot of times. So <laughs> I just stood up and ejaculated. I didn't even touch it. It just came everywhere. Uh, don't, don't snip that Jeez, to the little YouTube I'm not going to do that. Okay, leave that one. I probably won't leave, make one until tomorrow leave, leave after that the other one. game. <laughs> leave, leave that one alone. Uh, yeah, you know, and, and I don't even think DA looked horrible in the first quarter. The whole team looked horrible. You know, you look at his, his yeah. box where he had two points and two rebounds. Shit, the fact that he had two rebounds when they only missed like four shots is highly impressive unto itself. And as I take a look at my notes, yeah, there, there were some opportunities for DA, as I mentioned. Uh, he spins left all the time. He's predictable. And the Warriors knew that. And you saw that earlier at one point in the game where he caught the ball. He caught on the left side. And he just he went for the right hook. Instead of just he – had, he had a wide open. He was two feet from the rim on the left side. And he could have just laid it up. And he decided to spin around and then hook it in with the right. And Kavon Ludi was all over it. He, he's the kind of guy who offensively, when you talk about his – uh, his isolation game, it's unbelievably easy to scout because you watch it one time, you go, that's what he's going to do every time. And he's like a batter in Major League Baseball who you know he can't hit a curveball, so you just sit up there and just you know throw him Uncle Charlie's over and over and over again because you know he's not going to hit it. And that's the one thing that frustrates me is his predictability. It's like, does he, it's a valid question. Like, does he have the ability to learn new things offensively? And I, I feel like, this is his fifth year, and it's not like, well, I, he added this, and then he added this, and then he added this offensively. He hasn't added anything but a, a jumper and a fadeaway hook. And so that's where I can understand where some of the jamsters are coming. It's like, well, he didn't have necessarily the, the the best first half. And I thought that Tom Chambers made a really good point at halftime. He goes, the DA has no fouls at the half. And Draymond Green is cutting. He goes, that's one guy you want to hit. So go hit him. Yes. I'm like, I, that, I'm like, I agree with that 110%. And then it's like DA sacked up at halftime and he came out and he gave us, like you said, probably his best second half, his his best third quarter of the season. He, uh, If you look at his box score, okay, first quarter, like I said, he had two points, he had two rebounds. Second quarter, he had eight points, he had three rebounds. Third quarter, he had 11 points, he had five rebounds. And in the fourth quarter, he had six points, he had two rebounds, which leads to his 27 and 12. And I like that. I like that upswing on DA. Get get more involved. Get more physical. Know that you can dominate this matchup. And Suns, get him the ball. The one thing I will say, okay, DA has some butterfingers, right? He has some butterfingers. But he also doesn't get the greatest passes. I swear to God, whenever Chris Paul drives in and tries to bounce a pass, like Chris Paul like, is going up to the hoop and realizes he fucked, and he'll do like one of those bounce passes – it's like he just throws it as hard as he can. And Diaz is like, oh, shit. You know, like, yeah, pass me the ball. Don't fucking chuck it at me. 
he had that one. I like when you talk about Draymond too going by him on the one play. It's like NDA had hands up. It's like no, you you gotta try to swat that shit. Yeah, that's, that one. You that's can Draymond, that. dude. That's just Draymond, and he's maybe half as good as Dylan Brooks right now. Like he's a guy you can swat at the rim. Don't let him get an easy layup. Um, but he did toughen up. Um, getting the ball, yeah, yeah. And you talked about. I mean, we talked about this before on my famous, you know, disgusting pod two pods ago where. You're saying give him the ball, let him work, but he'll he'll have stuff. He needs to improve this offseason to have more moves because that's just going to take time. That's going to take another like whole, I feel like a half a season just to just to get used to things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's still certain spots like the the jumper he had at the top of the key where he just had it and no one was in front of him. There was a guy underneath the rim. Like those are ones where you take and you go up and you draw the foul and you just you know either try to dunk it or try to move around the guy. He has that nice layup that can go around a guy. And you can see Book that was coming to the game. He's like, oh, like he's like, fuck, like what, like fucking go. Like yeah. you heard him on the. It wasn't yeah. DA. You heard him say something. You see his face, like fuck, come on, man. And so he go could, and but he made, contact, he made the shot. Man. But he that's the, the thing is, like he needs to know what to do with the ball in that situation. And he doesn't. And I, I get like some of the passes suck, but that's the thing. It's like we're we critique this too much. Where we say, well, the pass is up too high. It's too, you know what I mean. But it should. I don't feel like that should ever be a thing going forward after this season. It should just be like you know what to do. Like he just should know what to do and get the ball, but there's always going to be bad passes. Yeah. There's and, everywhere. and again, we do critique overly critique. And you saw it on Twitter tonight too. People were like roasting DA. And I, I even put a tweet out. I'm like the uh, Warriors are shooting 68% from the field and 66% from beyond the arc. But yeah, it's DA's fault. It's like, no, like we're going to watch DA. And I, I again, I liked what I saw. And I, I've, I've had a few games I like what I saw, and I. But he shot 19 times in this game. Like no Mm -hmm. KD, somebody's got to get the shot attempts. It was DA tonight. He was the guy who helped him out. Uh, Black Sunday, another ten dollars in the super chat. I swear you're putting my kids through college. Uh, He (laughs) says Monty just said he played Bismack to cover up defensive deficiencies. All Warriors do and want to do shoot threes on offense. Busy has no game. Jock could have feasted down low versus those guys. Another L. Yeah, that just fortifies. This was definitely a yeah. Like, this is bad. the first time I feel like we've ever really talked about Busy being a, like a bad play. Like I feel like we were always okay with him or Jock. I feel like I've never really said anything about the two. And just tonight, you just noticed right right away. It's like, what are you doing, Monty? Like well, this is the first a, time I've noticed. There's a couple teams that because of how small they play, it actually becomes a disadvantage. And you think it's like, oh, we're gonna feast on the boards. It's like, no, you're gonna open up three point shooters and they're just gonna hit them. Like that's yeah. what this team wants to do. So we'll talk about that uh, after this ad from DraftKings. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hands with DraftKings Sportsbook. That's not the right one. That's not the right one. Did you make a new one? Oh, sorry. I went down there to... I was just scratching my leg. I did make a new one. And so you talk. I'll try to find it and upload it. (laughs) Yes, I was scratching my leg. (laughs) I wasn't doing anything when you went away. I came back and... uh... Welcome back. (laughs) Do a a drop. Uh, What do you want to talk about? Uh, let's do um, let's do the the one guy off the bench that everyone seems to hate tonight, man. Oh, good. Where is it at? I don't know. Just this is two the guys. Best well, one's of off pod. the bench. Here comes the pain. I got it. There it is. Is that the one? Yeah. <laughs> is that the one? <laughs> I hit it. <laughs> I, I hit it, you you son of a bitch. I hit it. <laughs> Cameron Payne, I mean, though, man, like oh. he's got to get his act together, doesn't he? It's nasty. Um, 
there's one thing about him kind of slowing things down tonight. It looked a little bit better, but it's like, dude, um, hold on. Let me just bring up my notes really quick on him. So he's taking his time. It looked a little bit better. But when you're going from like the big turnovers he has to like airballing um, the floater to yeah. the next time just yelling at, I think it was Tory Craig because Craig passed it back, but he turned it over. Like there's just a lot going on there, man. He did seem like he was simmered down a little bit. Like he was like, I'm more chill. I'm going to run this off. It's kind of like more like Paul does. But then he passes it to book and then he runs straight in the book. Like that's stuff I I do that at the gym. When someone passes me the ball, I pass it back and just run into him for no reason. Like that's what he did. <laughs> that's he, what I do he's on just, 2K. Yeah. He's just like so far gone, I think. I really think like I don't know if there's any saving him, man. I think he's just far gone. He's too much into his head, like we talked about last time. But it's like, mm-hmm. well, can he just give us some good minutes? There might be a flash here or there, but there's just so much more negative points in the game for him more like you know like the way that the warriors look at pool in ways where it's like everyone hates pool feels like in their subreddit that you can't stand them right i believe but cameron Payne is that way but like worse it's just like it's a it's a zero if he could just manage this game in a way to where you can keep it close and just maintain that lead um or you know maintain the loss of the lead by 20 points or so like that's fine but he can't even do that It's it's a weird weird Look out there for him, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know what I'm, it is. I'm, I'm telling you, the absence of Kevin Durant probably hurts Cameron Payne more than anyone on this team. Probably. Because Cameron Payne, you saw it at the back end of this game when Damian Lee was bringing the ball up and he dished it to Payne and Payne would just like cut inside. Like when he doesn't have to yeah. be the primary ball hander, handler, he does a lot of that stuff that, that can help the team. He, he moves around, he cuts, he, he doesn't stop moving, which can tire out the opposition. But unfortunately, when you're asking him to be the primary ball handler, he's just lost in the sauce. And we've continued to say that uh, people are ragging on him as well. They should, because it, it's one of those instances where you're paying this guy good money. You put him on a prove it deal. He hasn't really proved anything consistently. He again, he was averaging 11 something points at the front end of the season, and he can't get to double figures at all. And you need that. You need them somebody to have the ability to facilitate this offense. And that's an L. That's an L from the Suns management. Again, once again, not fulfilling a need that this team has. Now, granted, like the buyout market's the buyout market. Like you're not going to go out there and get necessarily the a backup point guard who's quality. It's something that you're going to have to eventually trade for or develop. But you could have done something to at least put a little bit of pressure or, or, or to spell some of those minutes. Because Cameron Payne, just, he hasn't had it since he came back. And, you know, I was listening to the broadcast, and obviously Eddie Johnson was pointing this out left and right. Did you watch ESPN or the Yeah, it, they had a – or they had JJ and they had yeah. um, um, RJ Bash. Richard Jefferson. Great. Yeah. I love their back and forth. So I, that's why I watch it. I love those two. Yeah. And, and again, I was watching that for a little bit and then I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to go back to the homies. And you know, it's just one of the things that Eddie was saying, it's just like, you know, well, maybe he's a little fatigued. He's still not back in game shape. It's mm-hmm. like, dude, you're playing like, how are you fatigued, dude? You're playing like 10 minutes a game. Like, how hard is it to get it back in fucking game shape? You're like eight games back, you know? But and it's, it's just it's not that. It's his mind. He just, he overthinks everything. And you can tell with everything he's delayed. That's the biggest thing. Last part I said, I still give him time. But like watching tonight where he did slow it down and he's still making mistakes and getting frustrated, almost getting a technical at yelling at his own like teammate. <laughs> it seemed like he was going to. I was like, this is bad. This is something different. This is like. I'm not, I don't, I don't want to be a dick, but this is like shut it down for the rest of the year kind of shit. 
like try Saban Lee or something because you're getting nothing from. Well, but even now. but Saban Lee's a moot point because you can't use him in the playoffs. It's like now I saw Landry Shamit was taking Ooh. shoot around, so maybe you bring Landry in and you just say, hey, you know what? Seeing <sighs> as you were a point guard in college at Wichita State, go mm-hmm. ahead and facilitate the backup offense. And again, that's why not having KD around is so important. Yeah, you know because KD, you always have a ball handler out there. Either it's KD or it's Devin Booker or it's Chris Paul for every minute of the 48 minutes. But unfortunately you don't have that luxury because Cameron Payne is just such a big zero. Now that being said, like I'm not going down the the rabbit hole of saying that he costs us this game. I'm not, but I definitely, I continue to monitor his progress. And when you, when you see his final box score and you know, he's four of eight from the field. He had nine points. He had three assists. It's a nice looking box score, but it, it, we don't do that though. The eye test, the eye test ain't there, bro. He had like six assists the last game, and we were just like, it's not there. It's just yeah, it was, we know when it's there and when it's not. I don't and, look at the box score with him or Aiden or a lot of these dudes. And right now, it's not there. But what is there is our new DraftKings app. <laughs> Ready for the underdogs, the upsets, and the unbelievable action from DraftKings Sportsbook? The biggest tournament in college basketball is here. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on college hoops and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all customers can score a no-sweat bet during round one and two of the tournament. Go to the app, opt-in, and place a no-sweat bet this weekend. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus back up to $10. I got Houston winning it all. I know. I'm dumb. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Win or lose, only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Don't you love that? A lot of game moments. I I got a lot of great buzzer beaters in march madness than like you making a layup and walking yeah <laughs> my vince mcmahon walk or whatever i was trying to do i didn't have it towards the end there so it didn't look too good well you know why why we're wallowing in things that are wrong with the suns right now What's up? oh tory craig it's Ooh. bad tory craig is not good recently man he's he one of four in this game two points five rebounds one assist Here's what's crazy, okay? So uh, I'll tell you one crazy thing is he's the only guy on the in the starting lineup who was a plus in this game. He was a plus five. But you take a look at him on, on, the, uh, on the season, right? And you take a look at his statistics. And this year, Torrey Craig is negative 45 in the clutch. He's a negative 176 on the year, okay? Which brings me to... You know what time it is. Trivia time. Trivia time, Matthew. Yeah, I got so, one for you. T- you do? No, I don't. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, <laughs> you, you excited just, I get? I so love excited. trivia. I know, I'm sorry, man. You got to remind me. I always forget. Just remember. Uh, so, like I said, he's a negative 176 on the year. Who's the second worst on the team? Uh, would it be, are they still currently on the team? No, they're not. Okay. So is the Sarich? That's correct. Yeah. Baby. All right. Now again, Tory Craig was a negative 176. What's Dario at? What was Dario at? Um, 112. Nope. He was a negative 28. Oh my God. dude. <laughs> That's how bad Tory Craig is on the floor. 
Oh my now, it's God. One, it's one what thing do we if, you're, do? if you're looking at that from game to game, but this is over the entire season. He's a negative oh. 176. But here's the question. What do you do? I don't, I just asked everybody's that. saying Baisley, right? Baisley's not the answer, is no. it, Matthew? No, it's give up the season. We're done. <laughs> just punt. <laughs> After reading that, I'm like, what do you do? Oh my God. There's you nothing you do can anything. do. You, you just get sit Katie. back and watch. I love Craig this season. I didn't. What? You get KD healthy. That's all you can do, man. That's all we have to wait on, dude. Dude, I, poor Tory Craig is just. Oh my! He's I mean, just, and, and, he's just he's, missing everything, dude. And well, I'll tell you what he's not missing is every elbow from the opposition. That yeah, guy gets more elbows in his nose than I've seen than any any player on the Phoenix Suns. This is he's tough. Like, he's like Craig Biggio. Do you remember Craig Biggio growing up? Craig yeah, Biggio got yeah, hit by every fucking ball. I've never seen a guy get hit more than Craig Biggio. That's like Tory Craig out on the court. Just every time he's standing, also he's just he's just he's standing there watching a shot go up and. Oh shit! Like right in the nose, somebody yeah. will pop him, and he's just on the ground. It's just like, dude. But he defensively, he's like missing everything. Like he's just missing rebounds. He's just missing yes. the block. He's just missing almost everything he's trying to do out there on the court. He's just behind, and he was like that before last year. This year, he played so well the first half. I thought he was awesome. All right, now he's yeah. struggling. Now it's just like, dude, is he winded or what? Is he, are we going to say the thing where we talked about when Mikhail was sucky? Was he injured or something? Is because he's been it always be. limping, I feel like every game too. He always yes. gets up, he's limping. And I think that you have to nod your your or tip your cap to the fact that Tory Craig has been huge for the Suns this year, just because he's been available. Man, yeah, he's the one guy who hasn't been on a long stint. I think he leads the the team in games played. Uh, I could look that up real quick. Seventy two. I don't know if no, he hasn't played in all 72. I'm just we haven't played 72 games, have we? That's correct. We have not. So that, that would be false. <laughs> Trivia time, false. But uh total games played. Uh, Damian Lee has played 67. He's only started five. Tory Craig has started 64 or has played in 64. He started 51. So Tory Craig, his best ability has been availability. Yeah. But he's he's wearing down. And that's why. The Kevin Durant addition was huge because it put him on the bench and it lowered some of his minutes, and we're hoping we would see some of his effectiveness shine through, and it just hasn't. Man, it's just been – it's been yeah, rough. And it's been I think rough this, to watch. This season for, like, every team out there is just stay healthy. If you're yes. there in the playoffs, let's see how it goes because no one fucking knows right now. And well, I'm not saying – we almost pulled this game off. There was just, you know, mm-hmm. if we can hit those threes and we can just kill any kind of other momentum that were coming was coming in the fourth – we might've pulled this one off and we might've, you know, said some different stuff about, we might've talked about Booker in the first half of the pod, who knows, but yeah, right now it's just about trying to get these wins. And I think, you know, when you're healthy, it's going to look a lot better and it's all up to KD this year. Every pod is going to be, well, when KD comes back, that's the way it's going to end. Basically. You're going to hear, you're going to hear that a lot. Jamsters are going to hear that a lot. Uh, and speaking of KD, we might as well, you know, bring him up. Who the heck are you? I'm Kevin Durant. I know who I am. Did anybody see a sniper? Did anybody see anything? I'm one of the best players to ever play a game. And one thing that James Jones stated was if the playoffs started today, he'd be out there. When you hear that news, that, yeah. how, do, how does that make you feel? What, what are your thoughts when James Jones says that? Is he just being facetious? Is he just kind of trying to feather the process or is there any merit to it? No, I think that's just the way it is. I think even like with the Kawhi Leonard stuff, he's talked about, 
you know, he's like, if I could play, I would play, but the training staff has me out. The way these mm-hmm. teams think about it now is like, well, give him another couple of weeks or so, right? This doesn't matter. We're currently in a position where we're going to make the playoffs. That's all that matters. You know what I mean? If we are a different seed, that won't matter at all because when KD's back here, home court advantage shouldn't matter, but mm-hmm. it might. But I'm just, I, I really think that was the first thing I thought about. I was like, I'm like, these guys are just getting more time off just to heal, fully heal, because they know that regular season. Like, the winning, it doesn't matter. The winning percentage from these teams, like from three through eight, is going to be ridiculous. These, these teams making the playoffs this year. So it's it's definitely different this year, right? I mean, we can talk about the Nuggets. We can talk about the Kings, the way they're playing, like we did last time, but last pod. But right now, it's like no one believes in them either. You know what I mean? Jamal Murray was hurt. He looked hurt. So if he gets hurt, he might, that team's going to be you know, a piece of shit. And right now it's like, if your team can stay healthy and, you know, and if, if basically if your team can stay healthy, but then just make the playoffs, everybody has a chance East and Mm -hmm. West, it seems Mm -hmm. like. So that's what I think about, dude. I think I was like, well, can we just see him play please? But then I don't want him to get hurt too. Well, and I think we all do. We all do. And I think that when you hear that news from James Jones, it gives you a little bit more confidence in the severity of the injury. That, yeah, he could be out there playing, but you know what? We're going to try to play this safe because we know what matters is the playoffs. And by stating that he could be back in three weeks or reevaluated in three weeks, you know that unless the Suns go on a massive losing streak, which <laughs> we'll talk about the next game, but that's th- that could be three in a row right there. But if they go on a massive losing streak in those two to three weeks, only only then will you be out of the playoffs. So I think that they're playing a game of chess right now, and we're just kind of the pawns who are sitting here trying to absorb what it feels like to not to, to lose these games, knowing that we're without Kevin Durant and to watch some shitty players from some players who are either overplayed or uh, overpaid in Cameron Payne's standpoint. But one thing that's interesting that you mentioned is the standings in the West, right? So the Phoenix suns are on pace right now to win 47 games. And that would be good for fourth in the West, right? Isn't it crazy to think that in 2013 slash 14, the Phoenix suns, Finished with 48 wins and it was ninth best in the league. They didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. Like, isn't yeah. that crazy? It's absolutely insane, dude. It's nuts, man. <laughs> it like is the, because the, the, the Kings are on pace to win 49 games, which is one game better than those 2014 Suns. And that'd be good enough for the two seed. Like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. I mean, dude, that's the whole league is basically resting guys two weeks longer than they should just because mm-hmm. of the playoffs. And that's all that matters, man. Because no one cares about any, even like the MVP, whoever wins it this year. We're going to talk about it still. But whoever mm-hmm. wins it, they're not going to care because they want to win a championship. All they care about is the playoffs. Well, like these guys I think, I think want Embiid, to win Embiid cares about his MVP. Embiid definitely cares. He's, He's the, the one, one guy that definitely wants to win an MVP. And he, probably, <laughs> he might win it. Who knows? Yeah. Let's just talk in high voices. And then go to subreddits. The Suns Jam Session subreddit stakeout. This has got to be a good one. Golden State's always a shitty place to hang out Dude. on any Monday. Dude, you my know? thumbs, my thumbs bleeding, and I was trying to be a witch, and now it doesn't look like anything. Dude, I'll have to be looks, a witch next time. It looks terrifying. That's <laughs> and I was gonna bring out a broom too because of the sweep, but oh, I only man. have a Swiffer, so <laughs> that wouldn't have worked. Oh um, man! So, so what was going on in the Warriors subreddit? A lot of good stuff, man. It was packed. It was jam packed. Um, I did stick out and uh, curse some spells on some of them. You know what I mean? Nice. Got a little dirty. Witchy woman. 
Okay, first one is, am I crazy to think Katie's absence doesn't change much this game? I still think Dubs would be kicking ass. You well, can yeah. think, you think that in the first quarter, of course. Of course, right? after you first... shoot fucking 75% from the field in the first quarter, yeah. you're going to kick anyone's ass. Yeah, you play the dream team and you shoot like that, you're going to be up. And I would think the same thing. I was like, yeah, even if we have Katie, we're not winning this. <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> like, There's no way we're winning this game. Uh, Chris Paul and Dirty Shit. Name a more iconic duo. <laughs> Did he do anything dirty? I didn't notice. He had the... I don't think so. He Well, there was the one play where he went to grab the ball out of Draymond's hands, and Draymond kind of flipped him. And, I mean, outside oh, of okay, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. He had two jump balls, though. Two jump balls. Yeah, true. Uh, Phoenix is playing a Hall of Fame difficulty tonight. That is exactly yes, how it looked. Dude. That was summed it up perfectly. Yes. Uh, fuck Andre. Just hit a reverse dunk. Now yeah. he's going to be out four to six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he had that reverse. It seemed like he floated up there for forever. You look fucking stupid. It's amazing. I, I, yeah, I do, man. It's I, fantastic. My, my, my thumb's bleeding. I don't even know why. How did you, how's your thumb bleeding? I don't know. Oh, uh, okay. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Warriors, <laughs> Warriors doing that thing where they make you believe that they turn it on again, but they don't. But they did, but then maybe they're not. Who knows? This is the most confusing team to watch this year. Pool is playing well. He isn't forcing it. That just kind of reminds me of like our camera pain. Yeah. Pool looks like he's just dead out there. He looks like he's defeated as a player. His eyes look different. He looks tired. Um, he looks miserable, man. He kind of looks like Zach Levine in a way where they just look like they're like done playing on that team. But well, I think it's because the fan base really doesn't like him. They don't right? like that, he thought he was gonna be. He thought he was going to be the third Splash Brother, and they were going to yeah. embrace him. And then, like once Draymond baptized him with his fist at the beginning of the season, I think he realized he's like. And then he saw the backlash, and the backlash wasn't necessarily like Draymond. What are you doing to Jordan? They're like, yeah, hit him again, motherfucker. Like I think that that really Jeez. kind of put him in his place. And he's like, oh, this, uh, this, <laughs> this city doesn't like me none. This city by the bay doesn't like. That must me be none. so tough. I can't and even I, take like five to six comments about me being a Matthew sissy. Like I can't take that. Like I could not imagine a whole city hating you. What's the point of all this fucking shit? Excuse <laughs> my language. That was rude. Wow. Just what a witch you are. <laughs> Dog Clay fucking hates book. Yeah. He does. Even on he the does. bench, he was watching him plays, like shaking his head. Oh, just really quick, like I was, I do smoke sometimes, right? Uh-huh. And I'll watch basketball, uh-huh. but you can feel their energy out there when you're high. Like, oh yeah, I'm you're looking into at these it. guys. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot they're jocks and they're probably really big fucking assholes all the time. You know what I mean? Oh, like huge you egos. Kind of, you have to have yeah. a huge ego. But for some reason, like I don't see that as much when I normally watch. Yeah, I see them as a normal good person, but. I'm like, dude, you can just feel the intensity and how hard it is to get there and how many people they've like just had to beat up on the way there. You know what I mean? Like you can feel the fight in them. It's it's really weird. And yeah, scary. that's that's the fun part of, you know, eating a gummy or toking some herb <laughs> while you're watching the game, man. Is like you get yeah. into it. Like, you know, when when when, good. Oh. when they when when they push <laughs> when they push each other. <laughs> when they push each other. God, for you guys listening, you're missing out on a good one, man. Oh. You're missing out on a good one. But yeah. no, you're you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And, 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 and that's one thing that Clay, you could feel his disdain through the screen for Devin Booker. And oh, yeah. Forget. I, yeah. And yeah. then uh, someone just said jaw and gun rehab. So <laughs> damn, they just threw that one out of. Yeah. The Sun's Jam Session subreddit stakeout.
Anything I missed in your notes, Matthew? Um, let me see here. Um, uh, I did put in um, Okogi, just fucking just the bomb. He is just so good, dude. He is, uh, dude. He's but he's guy. like a smart at drawing fouls. Wanted to see him get more involved in this game early, especially just getting to the rim. He has had he had the hardest time finishing at the rim, like he yeah. normally does. And he missed free throws. Like, I'm like, dude, if that's not going, this is going to be a long night because I like to see him be the second option. You know what I mean? Especially when mm-hmm. books have such a hard time. Defer to him, have him make things happen, give the ball to Aiden more. And they kind of went that way, but Okogi could not get any more unlucky tonight. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that his hustle was definitely there, but like they just weren't falling. It's like he over hustled yeah. just a, a, a millimeter every time. And because that's fucking really, really good, though. Yeah. On yeah. Again, love to see it. Love to see what mm-hmm. we got from from Joe there. So, uh, getting ready to hand out the jam star of the game. Jam star of the game. All right, jamsters. Instead of clicking like or rating or reviewing or any of that thing, start to put some questions in the chat for me and Matthew. We'll do one of our little uh, yes. jamsters react segments and we'll answer any of your questions basketball related or not uh but matthew who are you going to give your jam star of the game to if or, or while the jamsters think of some good questions i'm gonna give it to aiden definitely really good was pissed off just like i was that book in the first half just really disrespectful to me this the first half of this game i just was embarrassed but pulled through and he was a big part of why they came back and i wish he could have played like the full 24 minutes in the second half that would have been awesome the funny thing is booker went 12 of 20 32 points in this game four rebounds two one assist two steals and we haven't even talked about them uh but you're right i gave it to da i you don't want to you don't want to take advantage of the fact that devin booker is as, as good as he is you don't it reminds me of when randy johnson was pitching in arizona man we had a four time cy young pitcher pitching every fifth day in downtown phoenix if you didn't get an opportunity to go down and enjoy to downtown phoenix enjoy that you missed out on something special devin booker special uh so i do appreciate that but i'm with you i've got to give this one to deandre and i just i really liked what i saw from him tonight i really saw you know again first half kind of kind of shaky but you know resiliency he was a big part of the suns coming back in this game had monty williams not pulled him out and had money and, and and kudos to Steve Kerr. Like he played his zone. Once the Suns backups came in, he played his zone. None of them knew what the fuck to do. And then 11 2 run happened. <laughs> so the anti jam star yeah. definitely goes to Monty Williams <clears throat> in this game. So for sure. That's that's all I gotta say about that. What the fuck is this? Jamsters react. All right, Jamsters, this is the part of the podcast where you ask us questions in the chat for the next eh, about six minutes, uh, and we'll answer them. So the first one I'll bring up is Code. Did I miss Aiden Watch? Yes. Yes. Where All were right. you? Uh, PH next over there, huh? Ooh. Cheating on us? You can't cheat on us. Luke Carter asks, how do you smoke your weed, Lissy? Um, I just do the pre-rolls. That's it. And I don't. I barely do. So that's why it's so much better when I do. So. I'm glad you don't smoke out of a corn cob pipe because you're allergic to corn. And that would not be a good thing. (laughs) Yeah, that would not be. 
that that would not that be a good thing. Shout out to Suns Geek who's hanging out with us in the chat tonight. If it has to do with the Phoenix Suns, you know that this guy right here is going to make a video about it. Because who needs to step up the most off the bench, Matthew? And let's just say without KD. Um, camera pain for sure. I completely. Sure. He's I, a difference. I, I completely agree. Right. I completely agree. He is. He has to. He's got to be the driver of that second team offense. He just has mm-hmm. to be. And when he's not, you can see how it affects the rest of the team. So, oh, good yeah. question. Good question. Nate Keen, what's worse, Suns losing in the first round or the Nets making the conference? Final? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know it's gonna happen. Oh yeah, it's gonna. Huh? I said, oh yeah, it'll happen. <laughs> it's gonna happen, and you know what? We just have to deal with it. We just have to make sure you have a life outside the Suns, because if you don't, it's gonna be really what a sucks? gnarly playoff. If if KD is still hurt and he gets hurt again, the Brooklyn Nets, I they look pretty fun. They're good. All right, yep. they can surprise people. Better record than the Suns. What sucks about the playoffs for Phoenix Suns fans who live locally? Every time we make the playoffs, guess what? We've never never won a championship. So it always ends. And whenever it ends, either it's hot out or it's just about to get hot out. That's what sucks about basketball seasons. Like whenever the season ends, you're like, oh, fuck. Now that I feel broken inside, <laughs> now outside is going to break yeah. me. So to answer that question, what's worse? The Suns losing the first round or the Nets making the conference finals? Suns losing in the first round. If the Nets make the conference finals, I'm rooting for them all the way. They're like Phoenix Jr. Like if they win a championship, I'm going to be very excited for that team. I might even like I might get excited, like yell out loud at the team or at the TV kind of excited. Mm-hmm. But Suns losing the first round is easily worse, man. Oh, yeah, that's by far Just hurts our feelings. Bath in the chat asks, what should we be getting? What should be getting more time off the bench that isn't getting it right now? Who? I'm sorry. Who should be getting more time off the bench that isn't getting it right now? TJ Warren. I don't know. TJ looks just so lost. Um, he just has that look on his face like, uh, like, I don't know if I should be on the court. I know Saban Lee's not playing in the playoffs, but I just, I liked him so much. So he's the one guy I'll go to that needs to get more, but he but, can't, right? But my challenge no with Saban Lee's, what's the fucking point? Like he can't. That's what he, I'm saying. I know it doesn't matter, but I'm just like, I like, I liked him a lot, dude. He was awesome. <sighs> Solid <man>. minutes. Yeah. <sighs> Who, yeah, I, th- I think it's TJ. I think it's TJ. That's my, that's okay. my person. That's my personal one. Um, let's see what else we got here. I got all kinds of ones. Uh, Joel Ramirez asks, "How old were you when you popped your cherry?" Oh my God, do we really have to ask this? <laughs> well, I don't really eat this? a lot of cherries, so you know, I don't remember the first time I ever 45? popped one. You know, like I guess I'll go pop a cherry tonight. I've never actually popped one. I normally just eat them. You know. Um, do dogs, Thomas Bell asks, do dogs really go to heaven? <laughs> well, this I is a this simulation, segment. so I don't, I have no idea. If there's they, just, they just restart at the beginning. Uh, Ted Lubin, will the Suns be ha- handing out FJ Crowder shirts tomorrow? If they had any class, they would. No, it's in, oh yeah, it is here. Huh? It's home. Um, It's home. Of course, of course, they have to fly back. and. Yeah, that's what I was saying at the beginning of the pod. Remember when you weren't listening? Yeah, wait, what we, were you saying? We do the same thing against <laughs> between Sacramento and 76ers next weekend. Dude, you know what? He's going to get another win. He got the first one. He's going to get another one, maybe. I don't know. Maybe we'll surprise some people tomorrow night. Probably. Joel Ramirez, in and out or Shake Shack? In and out. You never had out. Shake Shack. 
I've had Shake Shack before, and it's damn good, but there's no drive-thru. Boneless or bone-in wings from bone Daniel in. Thompson. Boneless. Bone you like boneless? I like boneless, man. I, I love bone-in wings. Don't get me wrong. But, like, boneless, mm -hmm. like, I am I got a Just beard. Easy. You know, like, I start eating wings. It gets all up in my beard, like – yeah, you, know, you think you wipe everything out with a wet nap, and then an hour later, you just like part of your part of your mustache is just like a crust of uh -huh. uh, of uh, spicy garlic from Buffalo Wild Wings. You're like, what have I done? Well, I mean, it doesn't taste as good. I feel like, but I, it's easier for sure. A hundred percent. Yeah, you use a fork. A couple more here. Psychohawk two thousand. Who are you afraid of if we drop to the play in? Anybody? I don't want to be in the play in. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> Not afraid I don't of no man. Dallas kind of has a there's a juju with Dallas that scares me. There is, and I know they haven't been playing together. Of course, I think Luke has been out the last three games or so. Kyrie you didn't play like the last two games or something. Um, but still, there's just that thing. If it's like one and done, you have to win one, or else you have to win two. <laughs> that's that's not gonna be fun. No, not at be all. A long summer. And last question from Code Voida: Teach me how to properly drink a Guinness beer. Uh, St. Patty's Day is the back end of this week. The Phoenix Suns play on Thursday, correct? The 16th. So they I do, will, yes. I will have a Guinness beer. I will chug a Guinness beer. I will show you code how to properly what drink a Guinness is, beer. What day is it? What day is what? St. Patty's Day. Friday. Oh, it's on a Friday? It is on a Friday. Is it always Friday? on a Friday? Nope. It's always on March 17th. Cool. Yeah. All right. And awesome. And, and March Madness will be going on. So question for you, Matthew. How, yeah. Are you going to fill out a bracket this year? I am for my work because you win money. So I'll do it for that reason. Yeah. Cause I haven't watched a lick. <laughs> no, I, I don't watch any college basketball, but that's not <laughs> stopping me from filling out a bracket. I'll still fill one out. So, so have you, you haven't filled yours out yet? No, not yet. Okay. So uh, if anybody wants to play along with Matthew and myself, cause Matthew, mm -hmm. now you have to submit one. We have in the, in the description, in the link below, whether you're listening or if you are watching, we do have a link to uh, just a free one with your fellow Jamster listeners. That's uh, through ESPN. Just, do a bracket with us. It'll be a good time. I have Houston winning it all. And then I posted that on Twitter. I'm like, I'm picking Houston. Everyone's like, ah, oh, their star guy's injured. I'm like, yeah, it goes to fucking, I don't fucking know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not, I don't take it seriously, but it's, it's fun to, it's all random. It's fun to do. So, mm -hmm. uh, if you're the winner in our, in our, uh, ESPN bracket pool, I'll, we'll give you a sticker or something. We'll, yeah. I'll send I'll, you some pics we'll, yeah, we'll of myself. You, yeah. We'll send you some pics of, of Matthew popping cherries or something. Um, <laughs> Next game is right back <laughs> no, here tomorrow night. We're gonna be we're gonna be playing the Milwaukee Bucks, seven p.m. How you feeling about this one, man? They just beat <laughs> they just beat the Sacramento you know, Kings at home. No beam was lit or any of that shit. Oh oh, you know what, dude? I I feel terrible, but usually what happens in the NBA week to week? There's a different contender game to game between the Suns and this year and everyone they're facing. It's like. It is just so random to whatever's going to happen. So I feel terrible, but I, I'm i going to say, I think the Suns pulled through and get a big victory, right? right. And I was going to say really quick too, when KD comes back, what they should do is don't have him do pregame. He can do his pregame warm-up before everyone's there. Don't say anything. And then whoever's there at the game, all of a sudden like his intro comes on, and they're like, oh my God, is he playing tonight? That's the best way to do it. Don't Heck do yeah. anything else but that. When like Stone Cold, just a glass shatters. And yeah. Comes, <laughs> yes. Dun, dun, yes. Dun, dun, dun. Like he's on the bench, but you just don't see him like in his in his jersey. And then, he just, yet, then he rips his warm offs up, and he comes out on the court, and the opposition's all afraid. And then the and he twists his ankle again. 
he twists his ankle <laughs> walking on the feel bad for the he, dude. He, pull, he pulls his warm-ups off he takes a step and catches it on the warm-up because not all the way off it goes right down and breaks his yeah. wrist oh jeez. Yeah. yeah yeah it's a loss tomorrow it's a loss oh and three in the last three uh yeah so that's what i think next uh, week will be better i'm hoping just keep God. looking yeah just maybe Call me, maybe. Anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here, Matthew? You know, I think, uh, nope. All right. Well, in that case, Jamsters, again, thanks for hanging out with us. Hit the thumbs up button if you're watching on YouTube. If you're not watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Twitch or Facebook or Twitter, go over to YouTube. Give us a subscribe. Uh, If you're listening, enjoy the podcast. We hope you did. Head over to Google Podcasts and and don't review because they don't let you, but Apple Podcasts will. And make sure you follow us on Twitter at Suns Jam. You can follow me at Darth Voida on Twitter. You can read my writing at brightsideofthesun.com. I had an article today where I really just broke down what it feels like to be a Phoenix Suns fan. Uh, It was called We Are Waiting and Why Can't We Have Nice Things, which is if you listen to the podcast, it's literally what I talk about all the time. Well, we're just waiting for somebody to come back from injury, and why can't we have nice things? Every time That's we have a nice thing, it breaks. So I wrote an all whole article about it. So enjoy <laughs> that and all my Band of Brothers references in there. Uh, make sure you follow Matthew. Oh, I'm Matthew Lissy. And uh, until tomorrow, Jamsters, you're going to have to wait 24 hours till you see us again. Oh, pity you. Yeah, just be be safe out there and go home and love your family. Oh, that got depressing. Oh, sorry to- <laughs>